and welcome to the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. My name is Jonathan Messenger, and with me, actually not with me at all, is my sidekick, Bebop, who, per Halloween tradition, is skipping this episode because he's too much of a scaredy cat. That's right, we're back with our annual Halloween special in which we tell a story that is away from the... Oh, that was kind of scary. <laughs> Away from the general storyline of our podcast, and it's a standalone story, and this one is sort of based on a Halloween spooky story tradition, and I will say no more. I do want to say, though, thank you to everybody who has come out to our live Choose Your Own Adventure Zoom shows. We sold out both shows, and they were super, super fun, and we're going to be adding a whole bunch more uh, leading up to the holidays, and then uh, the new books come out in March, so we're just going to keep doing them, and as long as we're in quarantine, we'll just keep doing live shows, so uh, stay tuned for more information about that. All right. Ugh, okay. Let's get out of here. <laughs> These Ugh, creepy noises. And let's start the show with the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian Halloween special. Where is Vale? Okay, everybody off the pod, please. You know the drill. Captain Caspian, commander of the famous Marlow 280 Interplanetary Exploratory Space Station, was holding the airlock door open for Explorers Troop 301. Her son Finn, along with his friends Abigail, Elias, and Vale, had just come back from exploring another planet. They were late coming back, and Captain Caspian wasn't sure why. All of her attempts to reach their Explorer pod had gone unanswered, while they were away. Wait right there, Finn, said Captain Caspian as her son stepped off the pod. Why didn't you why didn't you answer me when I was signaling your pod? Oh, sorry, said Finn. He looked at his three friends, who had all stopped behind his mother and stared at him. There must have been something wrong with our communications. Finn's friends nodded. Yeah, said Finn. The communications were on the fritz, but everything is fine. He looked at his friends again. They nodded eagerly. Captain Caspian spun around and glared at the three of them. You all seem very sure that everything is fine, she said. Clearly, she wasn't believing them, and she suspected they weren't telling the truth. Everything is, Mom, said Finn. It's not like there was anything weird down there or any of us got hurt or we're hiding anything. Why do you think we're hiding something? Who said we were hiding something anyway? Finn, who had just come in from the deep freeze of space, was sweating like a racehorse in a hot tub. Okay, said Captain Caspian. I guess I believe you. But next time I'm calling you in the pod, you better answer, especially when you're late. Head to your room and get changed for dinner, please. Finn rushed to join his friends, and they hurried away. Finn's robot, Foggy, stepped out of the pod and began to follow him as well. Hello, Captain Caspian, said Foggy. Finn said to stay in the pod until you left, and then leave the pod. And if I saw you later, to say everything is fine. Everything is fine, 
Nice to see you. The robot ran away. The four kids and Foggy all piled into Vale's compartment. I think she believed us, shouted Foggy triumphantly. I think you're short-circuiting, said Finn. We don't have a lot of time. My mom obviously knew something was up. Okay, said Abigail. Vale, let's see it. Show us the wound. Vale rolled up his pant leg, and there, just below his knee, was a big, red, swollen bump. It looked like a small volcano was trying to erupt out of his shin. Does it hurt when I touch it? Elias asked, and he pressed a finger to the bump. Yow! Does it look like it tickles? said Vale. Okay, so it might be infected, said Finn. Might be, said Vale. Might be infected? It feels like there's a small animal trying to crawl out of my leg. Of course it's infected. That's it, said Abigail. We have to take him to medical. He has to see a doctor. Wait, said Vale. You're right, I know. But if I go to medical now, then they're going to know we weren't following protocol down on that planet. And Explorers Troop 301 might not be able to go to any more planets. The troop knew Vale was right. When they were down exploring the last planet, they had been surrounded by dozens of beautiful, colorful, adorable creatures. There were fuzzy little animals that looked like meerkats with big bellies. There were critters that looked like woolly pink sheep that you could hold in your hands. There were purple and green birds whose feathers seemed to sparkle in the planet's bright sunshine. In the rivers, there were sea animals, the likes of which the kids had never seen before, with waving fins or tails that looked like swords cutting through the surface of the water. You're right, said Finn. We all agreed that planet was a paradise, and that if humans landed there and built cities there, that we would just ruin this perfect habitat. And if we tell our parents that, then they'll know we betrayed our mission to find a planet where humans could one day live. Yes, exactly, said Vale. That is the protocol I am talking about. Not the fact that I tried to sneak one of those cute little animals home with us and it bit me on the leg. I'm definitely talking about the paradise part. Abigail frowned at Vale. Well, it wasn't your best idea, that's for sure, she sighed. But... Now we have to figure out what to do with your leg. Just then, Paige, Finn's little sister, came into the room. So, she said, did you have fun down on that werewolf planet? Uh, what are you talking about, Paige? said Finn. Mom told me all about it, she said. You guys went down to some weird planet that whenever there's a full moon, all the animals down there turn like twice their size and become really ferocious? That's ridiculous said Elias. All the animals down there were super cute. And besides, our parents would never send us to a werewolf planet. It's only when there's a full moon, said Paige. That's why mom was so eager for you to not be late. There's a full moon in like a few minutes or something, and she wanted to make sure you got out of here and were safe here. Anyway, sorry you didn't get chomped. Bye! Paige turned around and skipped back into the hall. Your sister is so weird, said Abigail. She's just messing with us, said Finn. There's no way my mom would send us to a planet like that. Yeah, said Elias. And you saw how cute all those animals were. How could they become where-anythings? Paige is so weird, said Abigail. Right, Vale? Vale wasn't saying anything. 
He was just lightly rubbing his leg. Vale? said Abigail. You okay? Yeah, said Vale. Just feeling a little hot is all. You are definitely sweating, said Finn. No, I'm not, shouted Vale. Um, guys, said Elias, could you come over here for a second? Elias, Abigail, and Finn stepped aside. Foggy bent down to look more closely at Vale's leg. Are you thinking what I'm thinking, said Elias? What, said Finn. The sweat, said Elias. The anger, the giant bite on his leg. Just say it said Valet. I'm a were-alien. I'm a were-alien. Valet leapt up and ran out into the hallway. His friends chased after him. Stay back, he yelled. Who knows what I'll do? Valet crashed down the corridor to the great hall. He ran into the large room and tipped over a trash can. I'm so hungry, he yelled. He was breathing heavily and had gone down on all fours, crawling like an animal in the great hall. Vale! shouted Finn. Do you know what it was that bit you? Oh, I tried to put one of those monkey things in my pocket, said Vale. I thought it was that, but uh, I don't feel like a monkey. Vale started picking through the trash, looking for food. Stay away from me, he yelled. I can, I can feel it inside me, an animal instinct growing. Finn, I think you should get your mother, said Abigail. Vale is freaking me out. Stuttered Vale. I think it was a a bee. A bee, maybe. I think a bee stung me down there. Okay, maybe we can calm Vale down before he hurts himself or one of us, said Finn. What do bees like? They like honey, right? They don't like honey, said Elias. They make honey. What? said Finn. So they make honey, but then they hate it? Why would they make it then? That doesn't make any sense. said Vale. It was a bee. I could feel a buzz buzzing inside of me. Will you two stop arguing, said Abigail? I think we're way past that now. Vale is turning into a werebee. We need to handcuff him to a table. That's what they do in all the werewolf stories. Handcuff him to something so he can't get out on a full moon. Great idea, said Finn. Except we're on a space station with no handcuffs. It hurts, said Vale. Be gone. Go away. I can feel the transformation coming. No one is safe. Vale curled up and rolled on the ground. If he's going to turn into a giant bee, we probably shouldn't stay here, said Elias. But we can't leave him, said Finn. Guys, I think it's too late, said Abigail. Vale's mouth opened and he let out a silent howl. And then all of his clothes fell to the ground. He had completed his transformation. Nobody moved. But under the pile of Vale's clothes, they could see a shape. Something was under there. The werebee, Vale, transformed into a hideous monster. They heard, coming from under Vale's shirt. Finn walked carefully forward. 
No matter what, he said to Abigail and Elias, Vale is still our friend. Even if he tries to sting us, we have to help him. Finn squinted and reached down, pinching Vale's shirt, and flung it into the corner. Screamed all three human explorers at once, and one robot. Vale was not a hideous werewolf, or werebee, or were anything scary. He was a tiny, pink, fluffy sheep, just like the ones they had seen on the planet. Except now it had grown twice its normal size, so it was about as big as a soccer ball. Wow, said Elias. I'm scared. This is horrifying. A Halloween story for the ages. Finn, Abigail, and Elias laughed so hard they nearly rolled over on top of Vale the Weresheep. They knew they should take him to the medical wing to see if the doctors could heal him, but they were so tired from their trip and so exhausted from the fright of watching their friend transform. So instead, Abigail went to the kitchen, grabbed a handful of spinach, and the three friends fed that hideous, horrifying creature of the night, Vale the pink, fluffy weresheep, until the full moon had passed. All right, that was our spooky Halloween story. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. You can credit Griffin with the idea of a were-sheep. I hope you guys all have a really safe and fun Halloween, no matter how you're celebrating it this year. I hope you have a lot of fun and you have cool costumes. If you have a cool costume, uh, send us a picture on social media. I'd love to see it. And we'll be back next week to resume our season. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>